Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good day and happy Festivus! That's what today is. Festivus! Today is the day where you air your sports grievances and uh, just kind of get it off your chest. Things that just bug you. Things that bother you. Things that just you, you got a problem with. Things that just grind your gears for whatever reason. And we're going to do it all day today. Today is Festivus. You get it out. You cleanse your soul. You get ready for Christmas. You get ready for the new year. You kind of get rid of all that. You know, you just get rid of all of that. I got a lot of problems with you people. Right. That's what today is. That's what today is. Today is Festivus. It's a Festivus miracle. Yeah. So we're going to have the miracle. It's going to happen to us. We're going to feel it. It's going to be good. We're going to cleanse our souls today, and we're going to feel good moving forward. Oh, this is always a good day. 855-830-8648. That, that is the way you get a hold of us uh, via the phone. You can get a hold of me on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michael. You can follow me there. I don't hardly give out the Twitter account anymore. I just figure people know where it's at. I probably shouldn't do that. But uh, find me over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. Like us there, Bill underscore Michaels. And for those of you outside of the area, that who the hell is calling me now? Every day I get a phone call from the same place. I don't know who it is. They don't leave me a message. Um, right after 10 o'clock, right after we go on the air. If you're out of the area, hit us up over on Twitter or over on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. You can find Radio Joe at Radio Joe Sports on Twitter at Radio Joe Sports. At Evan Heff behind the glass. Evan Heffelfinger today. At Evan Heff 25. The band is together here on the uh, the day before the day before Christmas. And today we're airing our sports grievances. <clears throat> now, coming up. 
uh, in about an hour and 10 minutes from now, I will give you my entire list, my top 10 sports grievances for 2020. My top 10 sports grievances for 2020 as we continue with Festivus a little bit later on. Coming up here in about 10 minutes, we're going to get some of his thoughts. Kevin Holden, sports director from CBS 58 in Milwaukee. We're going to hear from the head coach, Matt LaFleur, as well. Marcus Johnson, the Bucks legend, Fox Sports Wisconsin analyst. Going to talk with him about uh, opening night for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Rhett Bryan, by the way, Titans radio game day host and executive producer of the Titans radio network. He's going to join us, give us a lowdown there. We're going to hear from Jerry DiNardo of the Big Ten Network, Pete Butkowski, Locked On Packers podcast going to be here. We're loaded. 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 So we got a lot of stuff going on today. A lot of stuff happening today. Festivus is here, and we got our airing of sports grievances. Joe, do you and Evan Heffelfinger in the studio, you guys got a list? Do you, any one of you go want to go first? Do you want to wait? Well, let's just start off with this grievance. Um, we don't have a Festivus poll. Someone, Somebody took it. Someone took our Festivus poll. And we've had this thing now for, I want to say, the last four or five years. Yep. Uh, it was donated to us. And it's gone. It's usually in our back storage closet. And I went back there last night. I'm looking around. Uh, it was a little cleaner back there. And I realized that perhaps whoever was back there cleaning took it out and moved it somewhere or just threw it out altogether because they're like, why is this you know metal pipe just sitting here in the in the back? Right. Because not everyone understands Festivus, and I think they should. I think they should really follow this great tradition. I think they should watch the Seinfeld episode because I think they'll really appreciate the spirit of what this holiday is. So I, my, my big problem this morning is we don't have a poll. Like, how can we have Festivus without a poll? I don't know. The only thing I can think of is to send Evan Heffelfinger down to Menards, get some silver paint, and find either Evan or somebody in the building just to spray paint. Just paint them up, and uh, and that that'll that'll be our, our replica poll for the day. Evan, here that, I'll give you. He'll some look money. like a Tin Man. Go just go 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 down there and and get us a poll because we we need a poll. We need a poll of the, some type. The, the, a festivus poll. We we cannot celebrate this great holiday without it. It's an aluminum poll. Because tinsel gives me a headache. Yeah, we have it. Gives me a headache Good too. Stuff. Yeah, so that's that's our first grievance is somebody stole stole our Festivus poll, <laughs> and it came with. There's a company in Wisconsin that makes it. They dropped it off one day when we were talking about it, and it comes with a base. It's not like it's just a like a pole. Looks like a piece of conduit. It's an actual pole with a base that's made for the pole. I got a lot it's of a problems with you people. It's a crisscross base, and the pole just slides down right into the slots, and it just stands there. It's just a Festivus pole, just an aluminum pole. That's it. So uh, sports grievances today, bring it. Bring it. We want to hear them. Uh, so if you've got some, by all means, shoot them to us. We would love to hear from you. Um, let's see here. My sports grievances are one. Uh, this is from Mike, by the way, who says ESPN Awful sports network, too concerned about looking hip and trendy instead of providing quality programming. Um, me, I'm an opinionated ass. Uh, can't wait me for, wait for me to go away forever. And WWE programming is awful and unwatchable. There you go. That's from Mike. By the way, Mike doesn't follow me. He retweeted uh, you guys. But I, I know Mike. I know Mike. Mike is a chronic, chronic Mike has has been a chronic complainer of this show for years years 
where I've blocked him and then I've unblocked him and then I've blocked him and I've blocked him. I got a lot of problems with you people. Uh, this is from Zucca. Zucca says ESPN sucks. Uh, he says uh, the NBA shortened the season. I want to see a full 82-game schedule, which, you know, we're in a pandemic. You can't. Uh, also says, uh, I think Coach Budenholzer is going to have to go at the end of the year. We are going to lose again in the postseason. And, okay, it goes on and on and on. Bucks fan. Not wanting a championship. Not wanting to b- get bounced again. There you go. 855-830-8648. Jimmy writes in the Wendy's email inbox. He says, Mike McCarthy. I just see him on the sideline, and he bugs me. <laughs> so. Jimmy, I don't know why you still hold I know, right? I don't know why you hold, hold, still hold a grudge for uh, for Mike McCarthy. Complete nonsense. Uh, he, he says, uh, John, uh, Johnny. Uh, he says, Roger Goodell, hate him too. He says, uh, Commissioner Manfred, what a moron. And uh, well, this is just more of a name-calling email than anything. Um, I can't go there. We can't, we can't get into sexism here when you talk about women in sports. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Be a little more realistic. Um, Harper says, uh, the fact that Ryan Braun is retiring, uh, I think it sucks. My favorite player, 2021, is not going to be the same. So what about 2020? What is your, what is your sports grievance for 2020? Uh, Elliot says that Ohio State got into the college football playoff on name alone. Their, se- their secondary is suspect, and their defense is not that damn good. Why are they even there? I think they're going to get rolled by Clemson. That's just my personal opinion. But I, I that that I would somewhat agree with. That that. Uh, but again, you get. I've said it all along. You when you've got championships under your belt, you get that kind of respect. They look at your program. It makes people look at your program differently. It just does. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk to Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in Milwaukee. We'll get some of his sports grievances for the year. And then uh, beyond that, we'll talk with him about this upcoming uh, Packers-Titans matchup and about the opening of the NBA season coming up tonight for the Milwaukee Bucks. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michaels Show on a Festivus right after this. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. A new holiday was born. A festivus for the rest of us. I see your dirty face high behind your collar. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show. We are here. Glad you're here. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Give us a shout. Want to hear from you. Get your thoughts. Coming up. In just a little bit, we're going to be uh, hearing from Matt LaFleur here after the bottom of the hour, Packers head coach. Stay tuned for that. And Marcus Johnson, the Bucks legend, Fox Sports Wisconsin analyst, going to be joining us as well. Today is Festivus. Today is Festivus. Well, I don't think we're going to carry it over into tonight. We possibly could, but coming up tonight, uh, the Bill Michaels Huddle, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer, uh, going to be on the air tonight 6 to 8. Going to have Mike Clemens 
Our Green and Gold Insider is going to be here. Also, uh, Radio Joe Zanzola is going to be here, but uh, that's tonight. Six to eight on many of these same stations. The Bill Michael Settle presented by Bud Light Seltzer. Unquestionably good. Looking forward to it. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our buddy Kevin Holden, sports director for CBS 58 in Milwaukee. Happy Festivus today there, Kevin. Hey, happy Festivus, Bill. I got to tell you, this. Uh, I know that Jerry Stiller didn't have this in his in his playbook years ago when he created Festivus, but I kind of like this as a way to send out 2020. Just air the grievances and... I'm going to have to let Burgoyne do the fe- the feats of strength, but uh, we can air some grievances. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's some definite grievances to be aired after 2020 uh, gets the hell out of the way. There's no doubt about that. Uh, let's start with uh, we'll, we'll talk about the grievances regarding the Green Bay Packers. It seems like it, everybody's sitting with their arms folded right now saying, okay, win this game against the Titans, shut down Derrick Henry, and then maybe we'll believe – that you're actually going to be a, a, a good football team going into the postseason. Maybe we can have some belief there. Do you get that sense? Yes, that's exactly the sense that I get. And and it does irk me a little bit because I, I think if you look around the National Football League, you'd find, I don't know, 85% of fan bases would absolutely love to be where the, where the Packers are. And especially these last couple of weeks, you've seen uh, you know some of the what we consider to be the best teams uh, in either conference, losing to inferior opponents, and a lot of them. I mean, the the Packers have and this has gone on for two years. Uh, the the Packers were thirteen and three last year. There were haters right up to the NFC Championship game, and they're eleven and three this year. And it, it feels like it's the same kind of thing. That this team has done everything it needs to do to earn respect. I'm surprised it hasn't gotten more, uh, both you know around the country and and here among the. Uh, you know, the, the fan base here in town. So maybe that Sunday night win will change things. But, uh, yeah, if you have a, a grievance, I think that's a pretty legitimate one right there. So I, I wanted to ask you about uh, the defense, and uh, I don't want to get into the whole Pro Bowl snubs and such, and I get it. Look, uh, there's some guys that probably deserve to be there. Certainly Robert Tunyon deserves to be there. Kenny Clark, for a while, he had a little bit of a down year, but he's he's been long overdue. I, I understand all of that. But defensively speaking, do you think with the sack totals going up here as of late, pressure that they're getting on a quarterback, they become a better defense. They're giving up only 19.5 points per game since uh, over the last five or six games, something to that effect. Do you think that the defense is getting better or the competition just isn't what it – that's why we're looking at this game as such an important game. I think – I mean, here's the thing. Even even if the teams you're facing are a little bit worse record-wise, if there's a one- or two-game difference or, or, or more in the in the records of the opponents, we know how the National Football League works. And, I mean, you know, you can ask the Steelers, you can ask the Rams how the – how the league works. So if you've got your sack totals going in the right direction and you've got your points allowed totals going in the right direction and it's this time of year, it's late December, uh, I feel really good about it. I really do. And and remember, this was something that fans dealt with and, and players dealt with for years. The, uh, the issues on defense with this team this time of year. I mean, this is – we get used to a situation where Aaron Rodgers was leading the Packers into the playoffs with the whole team on his shoulders year after year, and then he was just willing them to wins in the playoffs, and then they'd go and face somebody like Atlanta in the NFC Championship game and, and just get annihilated because that defense would get exposed. I don't think that'll happen this time around, and uh, to me, it's a sign that this team is, is ready to compete. If they, if they don't make the Super Bowl – I don't think it's going to be some 
blowout based on a bad defense, and that's a, a really good sign. It's a sign of progress. Um, the the offense, you know, did not perform really that well uh, in the last contest. Aaron Rodgers alluded to it. Obviously, the second half was not what they wanted. Uh, he talked again about energy. Does it concern you that they're efforting for home field advantage, and yet two or three times this season when they did not have good performances at Lambeau Field, they talked about, well, the lack of energy? That, it is a little weird to me because it, it seems like that's something – that the team would have down at this point in the season, that it would not be an issue at this point in the season. But I think the, the, the oddest thing, the weirdest blip was the fact that they scored in their first three possessions. I mean, they, they look great to start that game. And it's like, Oh man, in fact, I, I, I hope I'm not uh, overstepping my bounds here, but you know, our sports team communicates during the game about what we're going to talk about in the post game. I know you and, and Gary do the same thing. And mm-hmm. uh, Scott Grotsky said, sometime in the second quarter, he said, well, this is easy. We're going to start the show by talking about how the offense had their way with Carolina at every turn. And <laughs> they didn't score another touchdown the rest of the game. And so, I mean, that's, a, that's an odd change to just snap and have happened right after that. And I don't know if that's adjustments or what that is, but it is weird. If, if Aaron Rodgers says that's an energy thing, then that means the energy changed during the game. And that, to me, seems seems kind of odd, and it also seems maybe fixable. Maybe it's something that the, the coaching staff can help them with uh, going you know through the rest of December and into January. Uh, I like uh, the, the offense, and I think they can bounce back, and I think that they're going to play well. And they usually have one of these games. I guess what, what Matt LaFleur said was probably more correct than anything is the fact that, he had stated during a game in which you don't play well, you still end up winning the ball game, and that's what championship teams do. Now, Kansas City's done that quite often this year. Now, granted, they beat a lot of teams with winning records. So we're talking kind of apples to oranges. But when you don't play your best and you still get a win against a team that continually brings it, even though they've only are a four- or five-win team, it still says something about you, right? Yeah. These are the ones that, that you need, and – to me, they're the difference between, say, 13 and 3 and 10 and 6. And, and, and even though that, that may seem like a big difference, it really isn't. I mean, sometimes it's just a matter of getting, uh, you know, a couple of things to go your way at just the right time. And, and I am always and I have always been a proponent of the whole luck favors the prepared thing. I think you, you get some of those small things to go your way by being ready and, uh, and being, you know, prepared and competitive and we're talking, you know, players and coaching staff there. So when you get those things to go your way, and in this case it's especially huge in, in the 2020 season just because there's one NFC team that's going to get that first week off and the Packers are in the driver's seat to get it. So those those few extra wins I think mean more this year than any year I can remember in recent memory. You really want that one seed because, you know, again, it's any given Sunday in the NFL and, the difference between one and two could be the difference between sitting at home that first week and getting an upset, you know, at the at the hands of a seven seed the first week, and nobody wants that right now. Um, wanted to also ask you about the Bucks. Bucks kicking off, really tipping it off tonight. Uh, pardon the vernacular, but uh, give me your thoughts on you know what is it seventy two game season? Give me your thoughts on win totals. Uh, what what you're kind of expecting? Man, they to me, I don't think there's really going to be any any sort of let up. Uh, this team over over last year's team. I just I've been watching Drew Holiday's been the guy I've been paying attention to, and I think 
Drew Holiday is the guy that in these last couple of years, if there was someone that could have pushed this team to be even better, that they could acquire, that wouldn't be, you know, something ridiculous like let's bring LeBron into town. You know, if it is someone that you could acquire that will make the team better, Drew Holiday is that guy. I think they could do this year exactly what they did last year in a 72-game season. A win total in the 50s is almost expected at this point. 60 and 12 would be lofty. So I'll say, you know, in the 50s would be would be fine. But I think the upper 50s are, are a possibility. I mean, this is a team that when they get hot and they go on a win streak, they can, they can do this for a month at a time sometimes where they're just knocking everybody out. And, uh, and I, I see no reason to think that Mike Budenholzer's system, that everybody else that has stuck around plus Drew Holiday, that they won't just demolish a lot of teams in the regular season. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Hopefully, fingers crossed, no COVID, you know, schedule adjustments. Hopefully, they can get in those 72 games and, uh, and be healthy throughout. Do you think they're a better team now than, than they were, you know, coming out of the bubble after they had gotten beat with Drew Holiday and the way they've changed some of the guys on the bench? Man, I, I, I want to think so. I just uh, Holiday is, is good enough to me that I think he makes that kind of difference. I think they, they in the NBA terminology, I think they're a little more traditional of a, of a good dominant team in the sense that you can use the term big three finally, a true big three. You can talk about Giannis Middleton, Drew Holiday, and those are three formidable guys. I think they're, they're better at the top, maybe a little weaker at the bottom, and if those guys – you know, at the bottom of that rotation, if they start to fill out a little bit, if they, you know, if these guys start to come along as the season goes, then, uh, then yeah, I think they, they could be. And, I, and if you help me to it, if you help me, if you made me put some money on the line, I'd say at the end of the day, they probably are a little better than they have been the last couple of years. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, good stuff as always, my friend. You guys have an enjoyable holiday, and uh, we'll talk again real soon, okay? Bill, can't wait, man. Uh, enjoy the holiday. And, uh, yeah, man, 2020 is almost in the rearview mirror. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm so pumped about that. Get me to that. I, I wish on New Year's out. Day we could just – I wish on New Year's Day we could just hit the ground running and just say, okay, we're back to normal. Unfortunately, I think we got we got lingering effects, as they'll call it, that are going to go on for a little while longer. But uh, we'll, we'll get through it. Months, months of that. But, yeah, I'm with you. That The fact that you can start to see light at the end of the tunnel is, is – it's encouraging. 2021, I feel, is going to be off to a super optimistic start. I am optimistic about everything every day. Unfortunately, it comes crashing down around me. Good stuff, pal. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. See you, buddy. There you go. That's our buddy uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58, the sports director over there in Milwaukee. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them. 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. Stay tuned. Head coach, Green Bay Packers, Matt LaFleur, next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. We are glad you are here. Thanks, as always, for taking a listen to us on this Wednesday before Christmas and uh, the Wednesday before Packers take on the Tennessee Titans on Sunday Night Football. That's all coming up. Going to hear from David Bakhtiari, actually. 
not the head coach, but David Bakhtiari coming up here uh, in just a moment. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, wondering, and the cold weather's coming. Apparently today it's it's like real nice, and then overnight it's going to it's going to crash. So the cold weather's coming. And yes, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they they install year-round. And with every leaky window and door that you replace, you're going to be able to start saving on those energy bills and in winter and in summer right here, right now. So better still, uh, they've got that latest Pella Now Pay Later offer. No money down, no payments, no interest for 12 months. Plus, you can save an extra 500 bucks off of qualify, qualifying offers. And that's going to keep some money right there in your pocket as well. Not a bad way to go. But it's only through December 31st. So set up your free consultation right now. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Again, PellaWI.com. So David Bakhtiari, uh, each and every week, he uh, goes on the the big show, which is the show out of Milwaukee on our flagship station, 1250 AM, and uh, started out talking about the Pro Bowl. He said, hey, the Pro Bowl, uh, this, thing, this whole thing's flawed. I just know it's a flawed system, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've been on the other side of the fence. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't like to give credibility, you know. If if I'm going to be unhappy with it when it doesn't go my way, I shouldn't then you know tout it when I am on the right side. So I have to kind of just stay neutral. So I didn't I wouldn't overly complain or freak out when I didn't make it. And, I, and then on the opposite side of the coin, I don't want to act the other way. So that's why I just really stay neutral. And my only thing, you know, like when it came out, I just sent the tweet out about Corey. I didn't say anything else about it. That was just my main. Uh, sentiment because that's how I felt uh, and and, that, and that's what's true. I mean, Corey is a, Corey is one uh, one if not you can argue with me two the second first or second best center in the NFL in the year 2020. Thanks. That is I'm telling you right now from someone who actually understands and knows off- offensive line play and not being biased. I've seen other offenses and what they need to do and what they ask especially in the NFC. He is one if not number 2 in the entire NFL. So that's why for me and he plays best football of his career. It really, really irks me when I see someone who really mm-hmm. put the time, put the effort, did all the work, and then Play doesn't hurt. get the the reward because that is technically our reward. Whether it's flawed or not, it's still the reward. He also says when it comes to actually playing the Pro Bowl game, uh, it's become a little convoluted. Remember the first year they did that was the year that all the guys uh, were out with us at uh, uh, in, uh, in Arizona. They played uh, the, the Pro Bowl game on Saturday, and then the following Sunday they played the Super Bowl. And that's when we had, uh, you know, everybody down on the field that we got a chance to talk to um, out there at Super Bowl that year. Um, anyway, he said, look, they moved it around. It's been in Florida. It's been in different places. It's one thing if they don't ever play it again. It, you know, it wouldn't bother them at all unless they go back to the old school way of doing it, going back to the week after the season going to Hawaii. What about the aspect of not playing the game? If they decided, you know what, we're just not going to do that anymore, we're still going to hand out who actually made the Pro Bowl because people have incentives in their contracts and so forth, but we're just not going to do the game anymore. What would be your feelings on it? What do you think the rest of the league would think about that? I mean, whatever. So it wouldn't bother you if there was no more trips to Hawaii for the Pro Bowl or anything like that then? Well, we were already going to Florida. I mean, by the time I went, it took it took me seven years in my career and already three All Pros to finally get a true nod. You know, a first a first ballot right. Pro Bowler, uh, and then they're they're doing it in Florida. I mean, if it was back to Hawaii and back to the true old school, the way the old school guys used to be recognized for Pro Bowls, that would be awesome. In today's day, I'm like, eh. I know, right? 
So, yeah, you know, old school, let's do that. But this new stuff, nah, not not a fan of it. What is wrong with the Pro Bowl voting process? I, my, my biggest issue is it really is just diluting the credibility of what the Pro Bowl stands for. Because back in the day, like, that's what it was. You know, like, that, like it was it meant a lot more. And nowadays, you're seeing how much it's being politicized. I mean, guys are promoting themselves via yeah. social media to count for a third of their vote. Like, how does that have anything to do with football? Like, really? Like, if, if I'm not out there saying vote for me, like, that's really a third. That's 33% of it. Not to mention, if you got a mm-hmm. bunch of buddies in the NFL that you guys all went to college together, you're going to tell me that's not going to be a bias, too, when it comes to voting? Like, then it really comes to a third, which is the coaches. Well, not to mention the fact that if you do your own radio show on a station, that radio station could help promote to vote for you as well. <laughs> Again, <laughs> it, it, it's a double-edged sword, and it goes both ways. I just, I, I don't, I just think that there needs to be a better... Because what it stands for is supposed to be the best players in Agreed. each conference. And and I don't like how it's been diluted to now it's the most most uh, well-known names in each conference. Boom. Sparky dropping a hammer on him. You know, that's awesome. That was a, that was a great comment. Why does um, David Bakhtiari, when we've talked about energy, and oh, not we, but it's been brought up in post-game press conferences, well, the lack of energy at Lambeau Field, no fans, and blah, blah, blah. So if, if, if all of that kind of plays into a lethargic mentality, why do the Packers want the NFC to come through Lambeau Field? Let's get back into this number one seed again. What's the frame of mind at this, at this point to win both of these games, to get these games back in Lambeau? Play football started last week. Yep. Oh, you know, we, 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 we control our own destiny. Uh, we, of course, we don't want to travel. We want every single team in the playoffs to come through Lambeau mm-hmm. Field. Um, so, yeah, we're playoff football right now. Every game matters. Every game is just as important because we control what happens, and that's exactly what happens in the playoffs. You control whether you go on or, or not. So that, that's where our mindset's at, and I, you know, I feel the urgency and the intensity is picked up among the entire team. Um, even last week, I gave in granite. I understand the lulls that we had in the second half, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited that that's where we're at right now. So there you go, David Bakhtiari in the big show. We'll hear a little bit more from him about some of those second-half struggles coming up here in just a little while. But next on the program, going to get into some Bucks basketball. I'm going to chat about the opener coming up tonight. Uh, Marcus Johnson, Bucks legend, Fox Sports Wisconsin analyst. He's going to be joining us next on the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Titans Sunday night. Now, when it's working, Green Bay's offense runs the football featuring Aaron Jones, scores early, then drops back to get the passing game going to Devontae Adams. But against the Panthers, Green Bay was shut down. So what do they do when Devontae faces double, sometimes triple coverage? Matt LaFleur. You got to stay patient and, and take what they're giving you. And like the last game, I mean, they did not want us to throw the ball to them. And now we can get more creative in terms of just making sure we're moving them around and putting them in different positions. But, you know, ultimately it was a game where they were going to not take away the run and they were going to take away the pass. Did Adams take it in stride? No, I was pissed. I was definitely pissed. You know, I was just hot just all around the flow. We hadn't, obviously, I wasn't I wasn't a huge um, 
part of the game at that point. So, um, I mean, it is what it is. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a competitor, a high-level competitor. I'm going to be pissed off many more times, probably next game at some point, too. That's Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. This segment sponsored by Massage Envy Capital Drive in Brookfield. Introductory offer for a customized facial, just 60 bucks. Buy $110 in gift cards and get yourself a free one-hour service. Call them 262-786-5060. That's 262-786-5060. Joining us now on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline, uh, Marcus Johnson, Fox legend, Fox Sports Wisconsin analyst. Marcus, how you doing? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Getting ready for the uh, the kickoff of the Bucks. 2021 season so yeah everything is good man couldn't be better everything is good uh so you tell me as uh, to whether or not you think this team is the same better or worse than what they were last year well uh and, and, and let me qualify that everything is good in in context of what we're going through let me put it that way because everything's okay. not good obviously so i don't want to get that impression out there but but, no, but okay. you know we got to make the got to make the best out of a difficult situation right. so um but uh, let me see. What's the question? Better or just as good than last year? You know, um, I think eventually this team will be better. I think this team is better in terms of making a deeper playoff run. I think the team is structured. Let me let me let me qualify this. I think the team is structured to be better during the postseason, and so. That being said, because we are going to be without seven of our top 12 minutes played guys from last year, it's going to take, I think, more time for this team to gel, find chemistry, learn how to play with each other. So it, it may be some sluggish moments, some sputtering initially, but I think come playoff time, the team will definitely be better. And a lot, a lot of that has to do with Drew Holiday and what he has done in the playoffs, uh, especially a couple of years ago against the uh, Blazers when he just dominated uh, Damian Lillard and they swept the Blazers and he averaged 24 games. So from that standpoint, I think better for the postseason built, yes. I, I was going to ask you, you know, not only Drew Holiday, but, you know, just some of the changes they've made. I, I understand them. They've got a defender. They've got shooters. Um, and, and it always comes down to your starting five are going to get you there. It's the role players after that that give you the depth to be able to go deep into the postseason, correct? Yeah, and, and well, and with this team, especially with the, the the depth guys, the bench guys can give you shooting the basketball, and and that's where the the issue, the major issues have been for the Bucks during the postseason against Toronto a couple of years ago, uh, last year against Miami. I mean, teams know that. I mean, they know. That uh, you know that they've got to keep Giannis from getting to the basket. You got to wall him off. You got to commit two or three defenders to him, and then you live and die with the Bucks' ability to make three-point shots and three-point shooting. From from I mean, Chris Middleton had a had a hell of a run last year against Miami. But other than Chris, I'm trying to think. Brooks played better, shot better in the bubble, but still 31% overall. So you, you've got to have other guys, role players, knocking down shots for this team to be successful offensively. 
Does anything that you saw in the preseason concern you? I mean, I know it's three losses. It's a short period of time, but it takes a little while to kind of get your feet under you. Do you any anything there concern you right now that you think, okay, this is something they're going to have to concentrate on for them to become a better team throughout the regular season? Not necessarily concerned, but but you know, again, when you've got so many new guys who are called upon to be key contributors to your team. Um, with Drew and Brent and DJ Augustine and Torrey and Bobby Portis and trying to trying to get these guys acclimated, adjust, adjusted to, to your style of play, to different personnel, where to be, knowing spots, knowing, knowing terminology. So I saw a little bit of flailing going on, uh, especially when the games against Dallas in particular, the first two games. I saw a lot of good stuff against the Pelicans that last game, but Dallas – uh, the first couple of games, I think they gave up, you know, 40% from the field, three-point shooting. Next game, even worse, 47 48%. And so that was a little concerning. But at the same time, when things got tough, then all of a sudden you see guys trying to do things on their own. I think we'll see a little bit of that, uh, especially from the guys who haven't been in Milwaukee, the new guys. But, you know, it's all a process, man. It's all a process of learning each other. And that's where Coach Bud, I think, uh, can do an outstanding job, him and his coaching staff. And again, the thing for the fans is just to show a little bit more patience. Don't I don't expect this team to jump out, you know, ten and two or whatever it is uh, the first twelve games or so. It, it may be uh, it may some, maybe some struggles uh, at times, but I think eventually it's got to come together. And based on the personnel and the history of this personnel, the way they performed, especially during the postseason, again, I, I like where this team should be at come uh, come postseason time. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not worried about best record in the NBA or MVPs or any of the other accolades. I want to see what they do once they get to the postseason and who really begins to step up and who becomes the second and the third and the role players and how it all gels together. Uh, but let me ask you this. The rest of the East, I mean, obviously Brooklyn, they're loaded. Miami's still got a solid team, and they're just going to get better from within. We don't know what Philadelphia is going to bring. Atlanta's kind of an up-and-coming team. Toronto's right there. Tell me about the East and who you think is uh, maybe the top two or three contenders in the East besides the Bucks. Well, and Boston, I mean, Boston, and I know you didn't do that purposely, but, but I mean, they've got a team of – uh, talented offensive wings, probably as, as good as any pair in Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum, two guys, give you 20-plus per game. I, mean, I know Kimball Walker is out for now. Uh, they added uh, uh, a Peyton Pritchard, a nice rookie from Oregon, who I've watched for the last four years. i got a grandson that plays on the Ducks, so I've been paying close attention to him. Not that a rookie's going to make that big of a difference, but, but the Celtics are a team that can Marcus Smart, I mean, guys like that. Tristan Thompson, great addition, great, great, great screen assist guy. He really frees up shooters, just what this team needs. Tice is a, is a, is a load inside. So I don't overlook the Celtics. Brad Stevens has always been one of my favorites. But you called off the, the roster of, of teams, and, 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 and Brooklyn will be kind of the team to watch. Uh, you know, Durant and, and Kyrie have looked good. Not, not, Kyrie's looked great in, in spurts. Durant's looked great in spurts, but we'll see how that comes together between the two of them. I still think there may be some issues at some point in terms of a new coach and two ball-dominant players uh, trying to figure each other out. Uh, but uh, the East is going to be tough. It's, there's no cakewalk. And again, to finish second or third in the East is, is no no uh, reason to hang your head if you're the Milwaukee Bucks. If that were to happen, it's all about, again, playing your best basketball at the most important time of the season, and that's when the playoffs start. 
Real quick before I let you go, what are your expectations? Do you have like a predetermined coming in? This is the year because I know there's going to be a lot of eyes now on Budenholzer now that uh, you got Giannis all signed up. So there's going to be a lot on expectations and a lot on adjustments and a lot on the postseason. Is there an expectation in the postseason? Well, I mean, I, I think we expect to get to the finals at the, at the least to get out of the East and get to the NBA finals. That's for me, uh, and especially uh, because of the addition of Drew Holiday and and his size and, and his ability to control the point of attack defensively, probably better than Bledsoe because he's bigger and he's stronger. But then you couple that with a guy that can hit 35 to 37% of his threes and, and average 19, 20 points a game. So just that, that upgrade alone leads me to believe that a lot of those postseason woes, because, you know, with Bledsoe, it was just mental. And it was just, it was just hard watching him go through those mental struggles shooting the ball. I, I don't think we'll see that with Drew Holiday. And you, and you just can't uh, just can't underscore just how, how big of a of an improvement that, up, of, of an upgrade that could be when you got Giannis and Chris especially playing at the top of their game. So I think I think it's, I think that's are you going to get to the NBA Finals? I, I really believe that last year a little bit of regression, a little bit of a setback, but it was unique circumstances. The bubble ain't for everybody. I, I've often said that it was a tough, tough mental situation to be in. But I think this year the guys are are focused and ready, and uh, I, I look forward forward to being a, a great season and. Having this team uh, be able to get out of the Eastern Conference to me is a reasonable expectation. Marcus, great to talk to you. Enjoy the tip-off tonight, and uh, we'll talk later on this season, okay? Sounds like a winner. Thank you. Appreciate it, pal. There you go, Marcus Johnson. Bucks legend, Fox Sports Wisconsin analyst, joining us uh, on the Schneider Warren Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 85-plus years. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Ready or not, you know the holidays, they're here. They're right, right here, right now. Gift-getting, holiday parties, traveling. Let's face it, the holidays, they're fun, but they take energy. And if you're sluggish, you're foggy, you're moody, uh, you know, hey, you don't want to be the guy everybody calls the Grinch because you're always down. So give my friends at New Mail Medical Center a call. They can help you out. Maybe it's low T. They can help you out. Can't do anything if you don't call. And when it comes to gift giving, what a better gift to give your partner than a new you. You know what I mean? They also uh, treat guys with ED without the nasty side effects of all the pills and the creams. And if you're putting on weight and you want to take it off and you want to look better and you want to feel better, the all-in-one weight loss program is fantastic. And, yes, it works. All you got to do is call any one of their locations, one phone number, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. That is the New Mail Medical Center, but you just got to call. Coming up next, coming up next, going to talk with Rhett Bryan, Titans Radio Game Day host. Get the lowdown on the Tennessee Titans next on the Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.